Good evening. This first weekend of May, I mean, to begin the weekend, that is. This is Night on the Town. I'm your host, Dan. I'm Jeff. Nick. <laughs> I'm also Nick. And so uh, tonight we're going to talk a little bit more about the 90s music and how that uh, how that took shape and how how it compares to the other eras and how it, I feel that it took a whole other level from all those other eras. So um, I know my guests that I grew up with, Nick, Jeff, you guys have a lot of depth in the mus- your musical tastes, and especially in the 90s, I, w- I would say. I mean, that was when we were kind of coming into our own as far as discovering music and all that other stuff. So Yeah. And, and it's definitely aging us now. Yeah, absolutely. It's tearing absolutely. Up, apart in our soul because people are... The, all the music we listen to, some of it's not considered cool by everyone. No. <laughs> <laughs> Most everyone, I would say. Yeah, and, and like finding new music for me, it's so much more difficult. Like back then was so easy that's that's it was a part of the day to find new music borders borders straight up border well, borders records or record swaps oh i thought you're talking about building a wall or something. <laughs> no <laughs> yeah we, we need borders here <laughs> um no borders brought on in our little town of orland park brought on the headphones you can go in there and, and listen before you buy yeah yep to me, and you know, I, I should give props where props do to Record Swap. Record Swap, absolutely. Um, I don't know if they had headphones, but yeah, they were like the no. Didn't they have thresholds? A four. <coughs> didn't they have one of those weird four disc headphones or no? I honestly don't remember. Oh, it's been man. so long, oh, man. I don't remember. Well, anyway, the, exactly. Uh, Borders being the one that's in my head about uh, listening to it before you buy you it. You press the button, and then you could hear a little bit of it. Yeah. Um, no, you could hear the whole thing. You can stay all day, and they also had a cafe, so you can get a coffee, put it on, and sure than shit, I definitely <laughs> poured my entire coffee on some of those CDs um, at some point. <laughs> but yeah, you can get a coffee, put it right on the S's, listen to weird stuff. Sonic Youth or something. Sonic Youth, Smashing Pumpkins, all the S's. <laughs> <laughs> all the S's. <laughs> That's probably why they went out of business, because everyone caught on to that. Just they just listen to the whole album in there. Yeah, and and that was also where I don't know where you guys were. I know we were together at some points uh, during some parties, but you know the the driveway of Nate Hammond's house. Oh, yeah. is where I heard most of my nineties, <laughs> or or uh, you know everything's and uh, and we would get weird CDs. And I remember him being huge into. Apex Twin and just teaching oh, yeah. me about that stuff, like, oh my god. Yeah. I remember a weird um, band that I still love today that just, I love the one album called 80 Mile Beach. Yeah. Um, just a sort of 90s um, where you have a female vocalist and you have some kind of guy playing drum machines. That was a big thing in the 90s. Yeah. Um, liquid no, not Liquid Soul. That was a bigger band, but something Soul, or something Liquid Soul Asylum. But it was another. It was just like a bunch of bands that we would get where it was like drum machine, <coughs> yeah, cool drum machine. Lamb. That was another one. Okay. I don't know if you, yeah, these are uh, bor- ma- borders. Massive, <laughs> massive Attack. 
Oh he, yeah, yeah, absolutely. We'll I remember see. from Max, he would he, do liquid, li, liquid, liquid jazz, man, acid jazz. That that was that was awesome. Massive attack. Oh, so Max was a buddy of ours. He was a foreign exchange student from Germany, in high school with us. They borders had an acid jazz section. Oh yeah. And you would you would go to it and you'd pick something out that looked like it had a saxophone on the cover that was like disintegrating. That would be your acid jazz thing. Yeah. It would be wonderful. <laughs> and then there's you know, I don't know. There was. I got into some weird stuff. Uh, I remember getting into Olivia Tremor Control. Olivia Tremor Control. Yeah. Yeah. That was huge. And uh, and that brought me into the whole... That was before I was hanging around with Tim Breen and the whole crew. Cause they were into it way, way early. Yeah. Yeah, because I remember um, loving like Flaming Lips and Built to Spill. And Flaming Lips producers, if you like that, then you'd like Mercury Rev. You know, and then there was like all these sounds of, I, f- I forget the, who was the producer to the Flaming Lips. Um, that producer Ooh. also produced that album for Mercury Rev. And then you know you you started listening to stuff like the Walkmen and um, who else was it was was during that period of time? Built to Spill, a Modest Mouse. Modest Mouse, right? Yeah. See, I had it pretty easy, I suppose, in finding new music, because I would watch skate videos, okay, and there's and there was has always been an integration of music and skate videos, yeah. And those people are always out there looking for new music and up and coming music. So to I edit, would hear, yeah, to edit the skate parts too. So I was always hearing new music and always be like, oh, that sounds really good. I'm gonna go check that out. I have a I have a huge question for you for that. So I was a kid that would see. What the skaters and I was a skater, by the way. Okay. Can we throw this down here? When I yeah. before I got to the um, with uh, well you you know you probably have done this. What what year did you start skating? Probably young, right? Eighty eight, eighty nine. Well, I was about ten. So exactly. So you always start young. Yeah. So I was a skater before I moved to the Burbs when I lived on Seventy First Pulaski. And I uh, right near Tony's Beef. And I would go to cooler skaters' places and sit in their yard or something like yeah. that, or we'd do all the things. And I remember seeing a band called Slayer. Never heard of them. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of the 90s. But would you not say that Slayer had a large foot in the skate Absolutely. realm? I saw it from people that skated in late 80s, early 90s. Yeah. Um, I, you, I honestly don't remember hearing. On, uh, oddly, no. But because me neither. <laughs> right. To way later. To way later. Right. Yeah. And it's weird because I, I honestly don't remember. There's a, a few parts that I remember, like a song of theirs being used, but it, it honestly wasn't until like late '90s that I remember hearing that. So you weren't into metal thrash at the time. A little bit. I mean, DRI. Okay. So there was a little bit in there thrown in there but it wasn't like the, the the heavy hitters wasn't like can you explain dri to me wasn't it a super group yeah explain to the, explain oh, to the audience or, I, I don't know or no. the wikipedia page wikipedia page of well, dri but they were wasn't it something like it was what, like a thrash metal wasn't like a, it someone from anthrax maybe was it's DRI? it's possible okay 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 like i said i'm not I really good with i won't grill you <laughs> i never learned names 
of what the is people it, in, damn it? in well, the bands. Well, it's we really will, weird. I will tell you that it was one generation of, uh, above older, us. Yeah, older yeah. Us, yeah, yeah. That that really got into it. Like I remember seeing the, well, Roy Roy Kaleo was my friend. And uh, we go to his house, and his older brother, Rodney Kaleo. I mean, what an 80s name, man. Rodney <laughs> Kaleo. Uh, and he would have the, he was totally, the posters would be in his wall. And then when you're young, that's all it is. That's, oh, yeah. man. Young. They're, they're like one degree away from rock stardom. But I, I remember him also wearing the hat with the hat flipped yep, up. Yep. And oh, suicidal right tendencies. And suicidal yeah, tendencies, That was too. Big, big back then, too. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. The hat flip up. That was like the total thing, yeah. Like, and then there was a low. Then, then they did the artwork underneath the the hat. Then because people were doing it so much. And I I would be in Roy in Rodney Cleo's room, sitting. That's all. That you were like, this is awesome. We're just <laughs> looking at Rodney Cleo, you know. And uh, <laughs> we would do things like you you would be young, and so you would do st- stupid shit. Like I think, I think there was a, a Anthrax poster of them live on the wall. Somehow, some way, we talked about it, and somehow, some way, I'm like ten or thirteen, somewhere in there, and I go, "I'll buy that poster." And of course, the older dude's like, "How much you got on you?" you yeah, know? right. Like, and and I'm like, "He wants so many posters. Yes. This is great. <laughs> awesome." <laughs> so I, 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 I think I bought it for ten dollars. This wow. poster, wow. you know, which is like a life savings. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah. I remembered him. This is exactly how it went down. He, like, there was a poster way. This was not our generation, I don't think. But right before us, there was definitely, like, we take care of posters. And he rolled it up so tight that I could never put it up, ever. Like, it was just, like, this rolled-up thing where I, I, by the time it was home, it was ripped three times. Yeah. You're, you're on a bike, you know. Right. That was the funny part. Yeah. If you're, like, the skater friend that's 13 you you have a bike <laughs> but uh you yeah you ripped it up you went home and but it was still awesome you know yeah. that th- that conversation right. happened i talked to rodney we were talking about posters you know it's cool <laughs> it, it's a rodney original oh man but see so here's my other question with so the, like you're talking about you're talking about your your buddy uh and your your buddy's big brother yeah and how you guys listen to music and then they listen to music, right? And you're talking about these videos. Where do you find that? Where do you find this music? It's like, now you, we have the luxury of looking it up. Right. Do you have to go to the record store and go from A to Z? And back then it was cassettes and CDs. Okay. Like, so it's bringing me back to exactly this. This record swap did have yes. a thing that I listened to because I remember listening to being a friend of Connor O'Malley and listening to death metal at his place yeah. and going like a nerd, like a white-ass <laughs> nerd into this place going, come, I want to see the death metal section, you know. And I remembered a couple things being on the phones because I, I remember listening to this and I listened to Amorphous. And Amorphous was a band that was... You know that that kind of '90s, and and by the way, that now is considered '90s death metal. Is it? Because there's a certain style during the '90s. We didn't call it that. You know, yeah, we called it the new thing. But it was. It's now like very categorized as '90s. You know, not articulate. Something cooler than that. But fast, crazy death metal. 
And uh, so, yes, they definitely did have. And I also, just to throw this in, I got really deep into really old White Zombie albums. Wow. <laughs> because do you remember, like, La Sexorcisto, whatever that was called? Um, the one after it was the big popular one, but I didn't like it called um, uh, Zombie 2000 or whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Astro, Astro, Astro Zombie. No, I have Astro no idea. Creep, Astro yeah. Creep 2000 yeah. or something like that. But La Sexorcisto was the one with, like, you know, Black Sunshine with Iggy Pop on it. Oh, do you remember wow. that song? <laughs> Black Sunshine. So were they based out of L.A.? Yes. Yeah. Well, maybe, sure, yeah. yeah because, I, I mean, I know Iggy, I mean, he's, like, that That was, L.A. was his. Oh, yeah. They rise had, to. Then, then, yes. And I would assume, yes, yeah. I also don't know where some of my wonderful legends I love come from. But, yes, that makes perfect sense. I just I saw Iggy at the Greek Theater with Billy Watson, uh, my la- my second to last night in L.A. So there you uh, go, bringing this the the seventies and eighties to the to the nows. Oh man, what a show! And it was like it was late April out here in late April. Forget it, you're not going outside. Yeah, for a I'm show. sorry. What uh, year? Uh, twenty sixteen. Cool. And it was 75 degrees outside. Iggy had his shirt off, leather pants. He's like, you know, I'm going to go out there in that crowd. You know why? Because I'm a gnarly motherfucker that can hang. And he, he, had, went, he, he had his leather pants and his leather chest. <laughs> his leather chest, his leather face. <laughs> uh, and he marched out there, pranced, and people followed him around. He didn't even know where the hell he was at anymore. You know, when you talk about a... Um, you know how, how there's millions of transplants, they call them, in yeah. L.A. When you talk about an original, that's yeah. the most original person you yeah. can possibly yeah. get because he's also like the surfer dude, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, he's yeah. like, dude, no, seriously. <laughs> <laughs> get off my wave, bro. Yeah, yeah there's, a, there's like the, but that it, California vibe. But man. he's everything. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's also Sunset Strip, and yeah. he's, he's yeah. like, he's a goofball, man. And he also needs to take that title because of you know my uncle who is old just like all my uncles they're yeah. all the, around the same age um gave me a fun house and uh, and and you know gave me it with a couple of uh seeds of marijuana inside the thing and when he gave me it he's like told me about him <laughs> Because he was just impressed, he's like, "I've never opened that for thirty-five years," <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and this has got a little couple of pops. He was so, and you know, here's me being like, "Okay, it's fine, whatever." But man, he was really like, "I used to be cool," <laughs> <laughs> and he and he still is. But um, but man, yeah, that was my first actual taking fun ho- house home and putting it on and being like, "What the heck is this all about?" Yeah. And they were the best. They were they were just a great. They're like everybody at the bottle right now. <laughs> there was there was something about because you guys both lived in Southern California, and I did I did for a brief time as well. And there's just something about out there like with the music scene and the art scene, like it 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 just seems like it's more preserved, and it feels like you can still feel like that '90s element to it. <laughs> Like, I was out there in 2015, 2016. So, to me, it was like, oh, wow, this feels like back when I was in high school. Well, you have to be weirded out now because, just so you know, kids are listening to Nirvana. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And everything came full everything circle. Came, yeah, we're now the, the 
how our generation wore uh, bell bottoms and stuff like that. Yeah. For our parents' generation, now the kids are doing the same for us, and we're wow. the old ones. Yeah, Kimbra is one of my favorite pop stars right now. She's brand new, and she's total 90s, just absolute 90s pop, salt and pepper, yeah. shit like that. My niece, she's 14. She's into wearing combat boots with her shorts and yep. wearing uh, old dress shirts. I, uh, I saw a young person in a poetic justice uh, wow. shirt today yeah. with Tupac on it. Wow. I'm like, yeah, that was a... All right. Do you even do you even know what that is? Was it just I don't know. Yeah, sold at Target or something. I don't know. Wow, wow, it's interesting. Yeah, we're I mean, the, we're the old ones now, Dan. I I have I have something to throw in as far as I I do believe it's also '90s, like '90s R&B big bands, like where you have the drummer that's prop and the bass player and just doing crazy stuff, and it's like. Full horn section, ba ba ba, ba da ba da da, you know that kind of stuff. Yeah, it's coming back. Good. With way younger, like I just heard, um, hired hired uh, this girl from L.A. and she brought, you know, for the first time, everybody's playing their stuff on the radio and like, and then she walks up and we all get quiet. Yeah. What's what she, what she, what she gonna put on? What's she gonna put on? And she put on like um, so so a newer band that I could, I guess I could say out loud. I hope I. Don't kill this name is a Husker Du. Husker, Husker uh, Du. Yeah. A newer? Did you say newer band? No, uh, oh. no. I just said an old band yeah. instead of. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. Anyway, anyway, they're they're just like. That's R- a nineties. That's band. a uh, just yeah. just take this that nineties R and B funk like good musicians are coming back large. Yeah. Like like the other thing is. Are I'm, you talking I'm, about uh, Krugbin or no? But Krugbin that's or I can't perfect even, example. But that's more. That's a that's ja- like a. Jazzy, but, uh, yeah, but that's more. Um, uh, believe it or not, like the guitarist is huge, uh, like South African uh, guitar playing. Okay, bands like that. Krungbin, um, that's what. I'm, yeah, which which is also there's also a band Goat out there that that does. They're from um, Sweden, and they uh, love the occult and all this stuff. But that when you hear their stuff, it's all like weird. It's all like funky. South African stuff. Sleepy time droolies, and you brought me on to that. What, wasn't that the late 90s? So, so, yeah, sleepy time is San Francisco punk turned circus, circus slash um, make your own instruments thing. Because that was a big, okay, and, and actually, they've said it the best, which no one ever says it like this. Once you hear it, you go, oh, I get it. Yeah. There was two things that they loved, these two main people of the band. One was called Carla Kilstead, the other one was called Nils Fricktal. Yeah, right? That sounds like Scandinavian. And they're both, yeah. by the way, they're both at this time like good musicians in the music scene, but also like total San Francisco punks, like Mission, when the Mission was cool, punks. Yeah. Dead Kennedy type. Yeah, and, and not the Mission, uh, something Hill, Petrero Hill. Do you remember this? I Anybody? remember Bottom of the Hill. The yeah, Bottom of the Hill. Yeah, yeah. There. So, uh, so they... Great, that's like the, the empty bottle of Sam yeah. Fran. Yeah. As all good musicians do, they get together and they go, oh, let's hook up on our normal stuff and also throw something just insane in that they both love, which was opera. Hmm. So they said, we are a metal opera band. And when you say that, you go, oh, I, of course, you yeah. know, because they play these cool riffs and they make it, but there's lots of... Stuff happened, right, right, and um, which you know, I know for a fact, I just got you to be a fan by saying no. I'm kidding. 
<laughs> the thing is, I, I guarantee you, I've heard, I've heard their music before. Yeah, I just didn't. They played Double Door. Get they played it. the original Bottom Lounge underneath the tracks somewhere in Wrigleyville. Okay. Um, they played. Oh, the underground, the underground, underground lounge. lounge. Yeah, yeah. Underground lounge. Yeah. No, it was called Bottom Lounge though, or was it called Underground Lounge? Yeah, Underground Lounge is on Newport, in Sheffield. Oh, maybe that's maybe that's a huge thing I had wrong in my head. Well, anyway, played these places and they, it was a magical place. It would be something where you go there. Okay. Perfect example. I love when bands have tricks. We're gonna make the audience do this, like just some goofy <laughs> stuff. Whether it be whether it be a light a light show or smoke disappear yeah. forever. Yeah. As long as it's mind just, control. Yes. Well, what was the movie? The the incredible Burt Wonderstone with Steve Carell and Steve Buscemi, where they make the entire crowd disappear. Oh God. They gas the crowd. Put them. <laughs> <laughs> Put them into like a truck, and then they're like piling them up on each other, and then you see people as they wake up, like just kind of sore, not kind of just really sore. Did they like the experience? No. no. Yeah. Yeah. They clapped. <laughs> they loved it. <laughs> oh man, that was good. Anyways. No, not like that. Anyway, yeah, yeah. I mean, that could be in the realm. So, so a, a typical trick. <laughs> Wait, one more. Okay. And then Jim, Jim Carrey was like the angel, Chris Angel. And then he's like, I'm going to drill a hole in my head and live. And then he drills the hole in his head. And then the drill is in his head. He's like, ta-da. <laughs> You're starting to make me wish I had seen this movie. Oh, it's so ridiculous. It's so, so absurd. Anyways, I'm done now. No. That, that, Please. That's the end of that story. So they okay. would, you would be on stage, and the thing that brought me towards this is obviously just like the entertainment part of it, which is always the thing. There are other things that bring you towards music, you know, yeah. girls, drugs, rock and roll. Right. Any, anyway, <laughs> so um, Fist one of one of them would simply be, and it's an old trick. I've seen people do it before. Um, Raging crowd, full house. You you can only do these magical things though, right? You're you somehow leveled up when you have a packed house. You level up and uh, and things work like uh, yeah. stage diving. Crowd crowd serving. But um, but uh, one of the things they would do is they would not play a note. They'd get all ready. Crowd would be fucking cheering. They wouldn't play a note until everybody shut up. But they wouldn't <laughs> tell us that that was happening. So. It's even on a live. <laughs> it's like that teacher, right? <laughs> right you know, like whole classes, and she's just standing there, like absolutely mean but, face, and waiting. You, and you are you are actually the other dude in the crowd because there's two people. There's two kinds of people in the crowd that think what's going on right now. One is like, "This is cool. I don't know what's happening." Yeah. And the other guy's like, "I hate everything that's happening. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to just talk louder." You know. Yeah. So so. The hilarious part is is they signify that something is happening by playing a very small symbol, a, a finger symbol, and they're like, and people are talking. So anyway, they did this enough on tour that they recorded it, and they did put out a live album, and it's amazing. And you hear, because when you're in it, you don't really hear this is happening. Right. You just hear a crowd 
murmuring and, and, and chatting. And, and at and one waiting. point, you're at the bar and you got your beer. And at one point, the band starts. That's all you heard then. Right. But um, it was them going ding, the crowd getting exactly lower, another ding. All of a sudden, you hear like three or four people tell other people to shut the fuck up. <laughs> weird that shit. Would, that would be me. Weird shit ensues. Shut up. Yeah, seriously. Dude. Weird shit ensues. There's like this little conversation. And they picked, obviously, this live show right. to do. There's this little conversation right at the end that's like, oh, I don't even know what to tell. This is so cool. <laughs> and then one last. And he waits for the last person to talk a ding. And everyone gets it at that ding. Because oh, they, yeah. they, they do it exactly when the last person... And then they start with this fucking heavy metal song. <laughs> like, it's so great. Yeah. It's so insane. And they instantly blow everyone's eardrums out. Now we will kill you. Anyway, so that's the kind of band that was. Yeah, that was that was a true treat. Um, obviously, the whole you know thing was great, and they went on to do many huge things. You know, yeah. Carla Kittlestead, the um, the violinist, did a bunch of Tom Waits stuff, and like. You know, bigger, actually way bigger stuff than even Tom Waits. I just don't know that yeah. mainstream yeah. crap. <laughs> See, I am I am actually really jealous because you guys can like spout out names, members of bands' names, and I never bothered learning them for the bands that I really. Li- I mean, don't get me wrong. There are a handful of bands where I know the names of the members, but I'm like, for most of them, the bands I listen to, I'm like, I didn't really. Pay attention, I guess. Right. Uh, it, it happened only a couple times. Yeah. Very extreme bands that I love. Yeah. For me too. Um, I, I don't think there's there's many like I like Wayne Coyne and the Flaming Lips. Like the, the, the show that I, I think they probably had an album in eighty eight or eighty nine, but I I consider them a nineties band. Do you are you now this is also stuff that I would l- listen to now. Is there a time period of stuff you don't listen to too much? from before so you don't have that natural because if I was almost thinking if you had listened to something from your youth and you still listen to it today and you didn't know anybody in the band that's that's sort of cool no that's that's exactly how I am because the only <laughs> the only shit I, I listen to is shit from when I was younger for yeah. the most part yeah. so yeah and I still haven't but you love the names. lyrics who cares no some of them I don't even know the lyrics to but the, the, the music and the, the I don't know like, so that's your deal. You are a music. You're a melody dude. Yeah, melody for yeah, sure. That's yep. cool. Like, like hooks. Would you say like like has a good fucking chorus? I'm in. Uh, not necessarily hooks. It's just an overall an overall mood. feeling or mood. Yeah. 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 I'm not gonna mess with that. Everybody's got their way. And 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 really, it's always funny because sometimes you think to yourself, well, it's really all the same way too. You know, yeah. it's like you, what you just expressed was like driving down a road, feeling a certain way, and having a song play. And right. Yeah, that's pretty badass. And, and, and for sure, <laughs> I, I've picked up on names of people who have moved on to different bands or so forth and so on, but at the same time, I just never... I didn't, that, I didn't purposely seek out the information, which Now, that's great that you bugs said, me sometimes. said that, because in the jazz world, that's the only way you figure out some shit. Right. If you actually like it... You go, oh shit, because I don't even know where to start. Uh, Jim Brewer, okay, I'm gonna go and find what he's doing. You know, stand up yeah. comedy. <laughs> 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 no, but I, I also remember in like the inlays with those CDs and cassettes, they also had the lyrics. They they wrote the, like handwritten. Yeah. 
Like it was like the original handwritten lyrics. J cards. At least that's what you would think. That's what was in the tape cassette. Is that what they're called? Because they're oh, because they're J shaped. Gotcha. J cards. Never knew they had a name. Supposedly random thing I know. I might be wrong, but pretty sure I'm right. Sounds good. Do you guys remember the record store Red Tower? Yeah. The one uh, turned into Fazoli's. Oh, yes, that's my, right. dude, that's wait, right. can, we, can we stop and talk about Fasoli's for a second? <laughs> because I just had the $5 pasta. Well, I, all of this just came back to me because I've spent a lot of time in Indiana and Fasoli still exists there. Oh, wow. Um, Shaky still exists in that, California. That, that we, makes this, sense. This doesn't have to be a large section. All I mean to say is I'm giving a shout out for, to Fasoli's. Uh, I'm giving a shout out to Minute Maid Lemonade. Um, and <laughs> we are we are not sponsored by any of these things. Uh, yeah. And um, this is free. Uh, but it was like Minute Maid lemonade that, to me, weirdly enough, also tasted like uh, farm. Anyway, um, <laughs> just take that. Yeah, take that soil. Maybe. But yeah. but yeah, Fasoli's man, large amounts of pasta, pasta. for lunch yep. at work. Yeah, weird. So that took over the Red Tower, which was <laughs> across the street from the mall. And it so was right next to Al's Diner. Oh, yeah. Sure. Al's yeah. Diner. Remember Al's Diner? The Which, 50s? I don't know. Was that a big... Did anything ever happen there? Uh, I don't know. It was shitty burgers, right? Shitty burgers and hot dogs and shakes. I can't say I've ever actually stepped foot in there, to be honest with you. Yeah. It was just your 50s diner with a jukebox. There was hmm. no, like... Schweiger went there and burnt it down or something like that. <laughs> like <laughs> <it>. <laughs> well, Schweiger worked at Ed DeVevix when he first moved to the city. Oh, that's... Amazing. Yeah. Does and anyone he, he have wore a film of that? And he wore a Buddy Holly wig. Oh At least it looked God, like a Buddy Holly wig. Of course wig. he did. And he had like the, the thick glasses. Because I, I remember meeting him there. And I don't know if he remembers this. Because I remember meeting him there. And he was like, he was doing his Second City thing. And he was doing that. And then he had his ska band. And then his own band. And it was like, Jesus. The, the guy has had all these different things going on. And his only flaw... <laughs> Was that he was a mutant. Was that he immediately wanted to make it. Yeah, yeah, right. And right. we're all still trying to. Yeah, we're all still <laughs> trying to get there. And then he got pissed. Yeah. Uh, no, 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 he's a great guy. Uh, he is good. I love his heart. He we, just he just uh, threw, uh, he just put uh, an album out there, I saw on social media, Space, uh, Time and Place, Time and Place. Uh, he's, he's an amazing person. In fact, when I was in L.A., his... Uh, oh, what's the biggest album he had? He he was like the first one where he junior to a producer, and it was three of him on the cover with the space. What was oh, that one yeah. called? Um, uh, stairs, uh, oh, not stereo sedative. Um, Doctor uh, Model Rocket Science. Model Rocket Science. Oh, yeah, that's that's his go. current. That's and, his current. Yeah. And dude, it was so good. Yeah. It was just and and all his stuff is actually so good. Yeah. It's so a way, praise to Don Troy. Yeah. Way out there. You you definitely are a rock star. Okay, so so now let's go back to Red Tower. Yes. Red Tower. Um, what does it, what does it bring you? Uh, did you and and did you guys hit it up when it closed? Because I remember a lot of things were being sold. Yeah, I, I just remember when you used to go to the mall and hang out at the mall. You wouldn't buy anything at the mall. You just hang out there, walk around. Afterwards, you'd cross the parking lot and cross the street over right. the Red Tower, and you'd hang out there for a little while. And you had the, I don't remember ever. Buying anything there because we never had any money. Right, because yeah, they had shirts and posters and cassettes and all. Do you remember the owners? They were like these two long-haired guys. No, like then there was pictures with them and the and all these bands and 
did all these bands come to this fucking record store when no. they came through? To, to tell you the truth, I was too new or too young or too stupid. Okay. My two places were, I mean, th- I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Borders, obviously, but <clears throat> the other two, Record Swap and Threshold. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, Threshold. Threshold. And then there wow. was, and I forgot, I'm sorry. Did, did Chris Wolfway do the artwork? And I, I, I don't know. That's what I remember. There was all this mural work in thresholds. Well, there was a big old Grateful Dead foot that yeah. I learned way later was a Grateful Dead foot. A, a foot. Uh, um, yeah. When you went into the thing, you went out and you saw a rainbow with a foot, and everybody was like, oh, whatever. And and, and it was <laughs> yeah, supposedly Grateful Dead. Okay. Wow. So, <clears throat> and then there was the final one, far far away, uh, Crow's Nest. Do you remember this? This is Joliet. Oh no! Oh, you guys, see, you guys missed out. Well, let's. let's That's where I found tell, do live tell. art by Bella Fleck, and I'm just this little kid. Bella Fleck and, and the Flecktoes. I saw them yeah. live in Telluride. That is some '90s shit right yeah. there. Future Man, talk about '90s. This is the epitome of '90s. Our drummer, yeah, he just uh, uses these little things on his fingers. That's our entire drum kit, <laughs> and it, he was called Future Man. And he was Victor Wooten's brother. Victor Wooten, I saw. And Victor Wooten is a great bass player. Yeah. Okay. And Future Man, it was like it was like it was like what what was spawned from things like Peter Gabriel and stuff, where it was all like uh, samples on triggers. Okay. I, I yeah I can't explain it, but it was a little drum set, and it went to the speakers like an actual drum set. So he's playing like the a snare and a bass drum with his, his, like, tapping his fingers. Yeah, just because of computers and shit. Yeah, and it was cool. It was, I mean, he was right to say he was Future Man. You know, like, it was really cool. But anyway, Crow's Nest, wooden sort of mecca out there. There was always these meccas. There's no meccas anymore. Now it's the internet, one mecca. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, like an actual tangible place that people go to. Yeah. I mean, then there was Mojo. Then you had the coffee houses, too. But yeah, like there was just all all these spots that you don't see too 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 often. Best Buy definitely bought a CD of Best Buy every <laughs> yeah, so often. I, I may have bought one. Yeah, maybe nine ninety nine. Fuck that. This, this is a good deal. Five ninety nine bin or something. Yeah. There, something Get like an that. iPod cable. No, iPod cables weren't existing. Yeah, I don't Get a beeper. <laughs> Speaking of Mecca, I think we need a refill. Uh, we're gonna take a short break, folks, and we'll be right back. <laughs> Uh, get a fresh old style and some uh, some Four Roses whiskey and, and some box good boxed wine. Boxed wine. We'll be right, we'll, we'll be right back. <laughs> we'll be right back. Back. Night on the Town, part two. This May evening, a Friday night. I'm your host, Dan. I'm Jeff. And I'm Nick, still. <laughs> Very much so. And we're going to move on. We're going to move on to. So we did the 90s and what we were into and, and uh, influences there. But what other eras? Like, let's go back earlier. 
let's go back 50s, 60s, 70s. Let's let's talk about all all those other. We'll even we'll even crunch in the 80s there. Okay, so I'll I'll get you into it. Okay. Uh, and I don't have a story. I mean to say that. What is the band that you saw later of a really really old band? Like, hmm. have you seen later? When you say later, do you mean? Like, well, well, here, okay. I will. I do have a story. <laughs> um, I went to go see Chicago with my mom. Yes. Tell me, did Doobie Brothers play with them? No, 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 no. Uh, in fact, I have no idea who opened. It was a surreal experience when you're you're in that weird <laughs> mode where you're, because you know, our guys are sort of rogue you know we're usually doing things that maybe parents might not be into whatever they might not approve and so when your mom goes can we go see chicago you know it's a freaking great band (laughs) and they're playing rosemont theater who's oh yeah who's going to be a perfect uh sound uh experience and probably cool lights and you're not going to be able to do drugs or drink too much (laughs) and then you find out you're probably going to be able to drink too much because whatever, but whatever um, happened just happened. Well, you know, you're you're legal age and stuff. You know, yeah, you're older, right? I guess I was um, maybe late thirties or something, or maybe maybe early thirties, some some in there. Five ten years ago. Yeah, and it was um, I and I'm not going to take you down the list of people of who was the originals and stuff because I know a couple dudes died from Chicago and I'm very oh yeah tragic heart tragic actually really tragic. Very tragic. One guy shot himself. And he said, don't worry, it's not loaded. That was the last thing he said. That the, one of the he shot members. himself oh. at a party with a gun with his accidentally. Band. Yeah, with his band there. And he, he loved guns. He had guns. It's always loaded. It's Everyone, always loaded. it's always loaded. Don't take it don't. out at the party. Yeah, it's not a fun trick. Getting back to the fun stuff. Yeah, sorry. Uh, they, were, they rocked. the. Uh, I, I do know one guy, the trombone who writes all of the horn parts yeah. was is still in the band and he they were rocking and saw them twice I saw them twice they're awesome and this was ten years ago so it wasn't as good as now but it was uh, Rosemont Theater where they put weird lights on the stage and it looked like the stage do you remember this oh, yeah. technology that came out I, w- I watched Australian Pink Floyd there uh, the oh yeah that was fucking trippy so that's the thing. <laughs> <laughs> what, yeah. what happened there? I mean, the light show was magnificent, so was the sound. I didn't even care that they weren't really Pink Floyd. And, it I'm, was, and was, I'm sorry, it was the Australian? The Australian. Oh, because Pink they're Floyd amazing. Band. Yes, yeah. I know this. Yeah. And, and there's still talk about Pink Floyd getting together again. If my buddies, uh, let me just say this about cover bands. If my buddies got together and played some kick ass, like, you know, a day in the life Beatles or something. Yeah. I would be all about it. So I'm just saying it. I'm just saying it. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh there we go. In, I'm in. I'm into cover bands. Cover bands are great. They are, especially for bands that I mean, I, bands that are not around anymore. You, that's all you have. To, yeah. It's the next best thing the to do- seeing the live band is seeing, what is that uh, English? What uh, the, the English? Uh, English Beat or uh, no, no, no. yeah, the Beatles cover band that's really fucking popular. Is it English Beat? Something. Yeah, something well, English. I or... don't, I don't know this particular band. I've, I think I know what you're talking about, but there's also like a weird, like Circus Soleil thing in Vegas, and 
Yes, I agree with yeah. you. Like if if the performance is top notch, yes, they it's top notch. they sound legitimately just like them. And it's not. See, to me, it's not that they sound just like them. They're playing. Ex- like, if your playing is superior, I'm going to like the show. Like any yeah, show right. you've ever been to right. in your life, even if it, it's you know, it's all like like. Here's my point: If I went to a band that I loved and they sucked, I'd call them out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's so. Did this? How did this Chicago show? Like, what was the result of it? It was good. Um, there was a lot of Karens there. Um, ton, tons actually. Like, it was hilarious. A lot, a lot of Yelp reviews. This was too loud. Yeah, my ears hurt. <laughs> and when the notification going yeah. off. And let me throw this out. You know, when I'm going to this show with my mother, it's, Yelp freezes and melts down because of it. My mother is like, at this point, maybe you know, sixty-eight, sixty-nine years yeah. old. Yeah. But she's also a drummer from the sixties and seventies. Really? Yeah. That's awesome. That's cool. Yeah. That's cool. My my mom. Uh, my dad was a drummer in the sixties too. I don't know this. You didn't know this? They played uh, like fifties and sixties rock. They just did covers. I immediately uh, thought Santana. Just <laughs> no, that's, seriously, that's racist. Uh, no, <laughs> fuck you. No, and I'm talking about. I was listening to Santana this week, okay. and I just all right. Yeah, yes and no, because we did listen to Santana all the time. And the apartment that we lived in, my yeah. we used to go to, my Uncle Nacho lived there. Yeah. And they listened to, I remember. That sounds racist, too. Yeah, his name was Uncle Nacho, for sure. <laughs> cool, cool, cool uncle. Glad and, we're on the same level. Yeah, and we listened to Santana Abraxas and his, on that deck when he, they first built the deck and he had the speakers out there, the 100-watt speakers. I'm like, this is cool. No, but I'm sorry. Let's take it back a notch. What, <laughs> anyway. what exactly was this band your dad was in? They were called the Saxons. Hmm. And they 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 were Mexican-American band. All the, all the guys were Mexican. So not the Anglo-Saxons. But the Saxons. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they even had a, a, a patch That's of the cool. band patch. My dad played the drums. Oh. oh, yeah. Yeah. That's cool. That's very cool. Yeah. My mom was more like a... Um, Mid-late so 60s. so well yeah it was late sixties and and uh, picture this uh, beehive, and she's playing the drums for a guy in a tuxedo with dapper hair and um, probably jokes and stuff. So you're getting this sort so of very like, like loungy enter- loungy yeah. entertainment nice. yeah do 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 like complete thing. But then she worked into so. My entire life, I, I don't know if I've ever told you guys this, but uh, I, I uh, spent a lot of time at the Beverly Arts Center, if you know what okay. I mean. Oh, yeah. yeah? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and, and we... Did, 111th and Western. We did shows, and they those shows was... It was a non... I always like to explain it like this because it's very simple to understand. It was a non-religious choir. Okay. Yeah, right? Gotcha. Yeah. So, so they did stuff for money. <laughs> we, we would also do... We would also do... Uh, um, the uh, parades downtown. Like, so we, we would be one of those people in, you know, and now the Beverly Arts Center, blah, blah, blah. Like following know. behind all the floats and yes, stuff? Yes, exactly. Like, exactly. Oh, we'd be on the side, just, we. I don't right. think we actually did the, but anyway, uh, yeah, tons of stuff from, and and, it, and you would make money on it, and, and uh, 
you would uh, it was uh, uh, all the stuff that old people go to like um, uh, Christmas, Christmas and and all these different holidays and oh we're gonna go to the Beverly Arts Center to see the nice oh yeah right. caroling, yeah, yeah. caroling, caroling right. thing right. and right yeah, yeah. So that whole thing and my mom was the drummer of all of that stuff you know very and, cool yeah and there was some crossovers I'll, I'll end the story with this there was some there was a crossover where they were doing that one song oh yeah 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 no 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 no, no. Uh, um love potion number nine oh. I th- I, it's called <laughs> and so because they do oh, wow, they do the, all the cool, stuff cool and my brother was the keyboard player and he had to learn that part which is a killer cool yeah. part yeah and i'm just a little kid going like my my family's so cool man. <laughs> that's interesting because i i honestly remember you in high school as being like the band the bass yeah. in the band the bass player yeah. bass player in the band jesus and you could sing you know okay, well, okay. I, I didn't know that part i just knew he played oh. bass in the high school band yeah it's funny oh it's funny the high school band the high school the band jazz band yeah oh and, and and the funny part is is i played about three gigs and i did i did do it I can take that title, but I didn't. I never learned how to read music. I'm saying this right now. No, that's. I know how to do it very. That surprises me. To be honest with you, that really surprises me. But you the fact that I was so good, yeah. not good, not good at playing. I meant so good at lying. <laughs> that I oh, got in on. the You're band. Good. You're no, good, no, I'm talking no. like Mr. Romano, which is the the band teacher. Yeah, right. Would take me and be like, "You have no idea what you're doing," <laughs> and I'm like, "Yeah, I'm I'm actually shitting in my pants right now. Um, we're about to go up against the gospel, yeah, right. you know, group, and, and and we're gonna die." And and um, I did also play baritone sax in the Wizard of Oz uh, marching band. Wait, uh, thing. hold on, rewind. I want to hear more about that story. What happened? So you what? This is right before going up. So then he went up, and then so, okay, so okay. I'm sorry. I do like have this. I do have the end of it. He's just hitting, <laughs> he's hitting the E string the whole time, which like, which boom, is boom, boom, boom. no yeah, no yeah. no no. It was a part that didn't. I remember this particular song. When you looked at the thing, it didn't even uh, repeat at all ever. It's no, like nice. And you're just like, I'm gonna fail, yeah. you know. And so what what it was was it was this weird place and I can't remember what school, Romano, school it was. Dan Romano. Dan Romano. Yeah. And it was a school and it was a clinic. So which meant that we went there, played, and then people that definitely played better than us, teachers, would critique us. Right. It was the worst. Oh god. And I remember just a bunch of judges everywhere. I remember sweating so sweating through the entire song and then the clinic guys would come, and there was this awesome dude that knew how to play the bass, and he was like, can I see that for a second? I'm like, absolutely. And he goes, yeah, no, no, it's, it's just like this. <laughs> and I just remember being like, yeah, yeah and that I was the that. clinic, yeah. which also meant F that guy, yeah, right. because there was no teaching whatsoever that I learned, uh, just like anything I've ever learned, I did it in the field. Amen. Amen to that. Um, there you we go. I, I, I thought their only critique of you was gonna be like, "Hey, you're you're too sweaty." Oh my you're god! Too sweaty. Right. Sorry. I mean, bass playing's fine, but your uh, pits. 
fits their soap e- through. Every time, yeah, and you always wore weird shit. Like, yeah, yeah let's wait a war- white button up. You know, like, what the fuck? Light blue. Dumbass. Uh, I like light blue. Everything white. was awkward. My entire childhood was awkward. Jesus. Amen. Ne- Neil Diamond, I went with my parents. Oh, my God. What venue? United Center. Oh, cool. So, so wait, let me take a small little thing. The un- new United Center... No, no, new. there's only a new United yeah, Center. The yeah. old one was called the Stadium. Chicago Stadium. Chicago Stadium. Uh, so, really quick side note, uh, new stadium was made with sound engineers. The old one wasn't. The, the new stadium is made, you, you, a bunch of sound engineers came in and, and made it sound amazing. So, I'm yeah. hoping that you say that it sounds great. Oh, it sounded... When did that it, happen? 2017. Oh, wait, that's when the switchover was? No. no, 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 from the stadium. That from was the sta- yeah, T ninety four. Yeah. I okay. Guess. All right. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. So I saw Green Day at the United Center. I mean, in ninety four. You're talking high tech TVs everywhere. The stadium looked like a small like castle, yeah. a little like like yeah, I don't remember. brick. Everything was just brick. Like you never saw a hockey game in the stadium, man. I saw the ice capades and the no. circus. <laughs> the circus. That's wonderful. And the Chicago Sting. Who won? Uh, they won twice at the Chicago Stadium. Yeah, yeah I saw Blackhawks there. They used yeah. to play at Chicago Stadium, Rose, Rosemont Horizon, Comiskey Park, and they played a little bit at Wrigley, but and and uh, Soldier Field. They played at all all the venues in Chicago. So because it was indoor outdoor. Did you see the roar? Like, did you feel the roar of the stadium? I feel the roar now. Do you the CTA. Yeah, the CTA. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh no! I feel the roar there, man. They it's had a roar meter, whatever yeah. it was called. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. The it was supposed to be the loudest stadium in the world, or something like yeah. that. Yeah, we, we get loud, man. <laughs> something that Chicago oh, yeah. people yeah. just made yeah. up. Then, I don't know. With Jordan, with J- Michael Jordan, at the, you know. Oh wait, that Al- and that was in the stadium, right? He played both places. He played in the stadium. Gosh. Yeah, and they they, they nicknamed it the Madhouse, the Madhouse on Madison. Jesus. The, the Wait, is it on Madison? It's on Madison. Oh, good name for it then. <laughs> Anywho. So it was at the United Center. It was unbelievable. He was amazing. What, uh, where were we sitting? So I was sitting the second to last row in the center. So it's all the way back in the middle. But the sound was yeah. perfect. Yeah. Because it like enveloped the entire room and then got to you. So there was no really weird thing. There was like a full thing happening right there. And I just thought the sound was just amazing for being at that point, you know, where I, I was uh, seated. So three, like three main, three main songs. Like, like we all know a couple of songs, but like what were the killers? <laughs> what were the ones that were about underage girls? Because there were a lot of those. <laughs> he, he, did, he did Song Sung Blue. Everyone mm. chanted it. Song, song. I mean, there. I mean, people were into it, man. And I was looking around. I was probably one of the younger people at the show. Young girl. <laughs> young girl. I'm trying to get well, out of my mind. But I think who's that? Tommy James or who? Isn't that? that? No, that's not Neil. Diamond. Are you sure? I'm sure. He knows every Neil. Yeah, Diamond that's probably song. true. I'm gonna Maybe look, tonight. I'm gonna look that up though. You and Ooh. I. Yeah, I, I forever in blue jeans. I Reverend didn't. Blue Jeans, dude. 
I didn't know you were such a Neil Diamond. Money talks, <laughs> but it can sing and it can't walk. Oh. oh, that was my phone. Sorry. But I'd much rather be here with you forever in blue jeans, babe. Dun, dun, dun. I told you to turn your phone off, but <laughs> slamming it on the ground is still fine. <laughs> yeah, it was a defi- act of oh, defiance. Right. I'm thinking of Girl, You'll Be a Woman soon. Girl, girl You'll Be a Woman soon? That's, that's the Neil I mean, I mean, it's the... It's the Urge Overkill song. Yes. It is, it is the Urge Overkill song from... <laughs> from uh, the 90s. From the 90s. Cherry, yeah, back to the 90s. Cherry, cherry, and... and um, I mean, we really are honing it in, you mm-hmm. know, like like mm-hmm. things that, that made... You know... Cracklin' Rosie. Cracklin' Rosie. The thing I don't get, I try, I try to figure out how Neil Diamond fit in the... Um, I just saw for the first time the band... Uh, documentary thing that oh the last that Scorsese yeah that Scorsese put up and Neil Diamond's in there. wait 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 no yes he yeah, is yeah he is yes he is and he's long haired and these huge chops and I get how the band and people in the band I get even or I think I get even um oh gosh what's his face Muddy Waters right is in there. Money waters yeah. comes, up, comes up for one. Yes, he does. And uh, but what I don't get in Neil Diamond, and not not that I don't get him. I mean, I don't get him. Everybody was on that. But I don't thing. get him in my friend group. Like I don't, you know, any any person that I love, I sort of think about him. What would they be if they were with my friends around a campfire? You know, <laughs> you know I really do. That's, that's, that's interesting. That's great. Yeah. You should make that actually come into fruition to see if your vision <laughs> is, is true. And I almost maybe, have a couple of times. Yeah. It almost will have. come true. <laughs> but, uh, you know, if you, and if you can't hang with me and my friends or my, our views, and not to say our views or anything, but trying to be open... Um, then I might not get your music, you know, and I guess, you know, and this mm-hmm. is, this is like youthful shit that I, I think, but I think it's Neil real. Diamond I think is it's one of those real. people or like, or another one is Tom Jones, Tom Jones. Tom is another Jones. one that I'm not sure I could handle that <laughs> characteristic in, in the circle. I might freak out. Or I, I remember going as a kid to see in Orland Park before we lived there when we were living in Bridgeview, went with, uh. My brother's uh, godparents and, the, and, and their family, who they were like aunts and uncles and cousins to us, and um, yeah, we saw Rick Elvis Saucedo, the Elvis impersonator. Oh, oh my, dude, it was awesome. I was like, it was Elvis, and I remember my my brother's godmother. She she was just hooting and hollering. We're in the second row, and then Elvis comes over and. You know, he kept getting new new scarf after new scarf because he kept giving away and giving girls <laughs> just kisses kisses on the cheeks and lips and dude, he gave he gave my god my brother's godmother a kiss and oh. the, and she's like yeah <laughs> dude, and he nailed yeah. it man I, he was Elvis to me like I knew he was an impersonator but the, uh, I still was like you're Elvis right now I'm like in a lounge with Elvis having kitty cocktails <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I I had a small experience, and I by the way, this will be a short one because I I don't have too many memories of this. It was a, such a good night. Yeah. Um. I was in L.A. and I um, befriended people from Fullerton, California, which is about an yeah, hour or away west. or something. Or east, east. Yeah. And uh, and um, she, uh, me, and this 
woman uh, became friends and, and we right. ended up being in a band together. But uh -huh. this one night she goes, you know, let's come out. And when you go into a new friend group, I think that's the coolest thing, you know, because you'll, you'll get asked to do things that you just... Sure, yeah, absolutely. Let's sign right. up. And right. you've never, you've never done, done that before yeah, no, yeah. at all. And uh, she goes, well, come to my bar. And she, and she did it perfectly. She never told me at all. And I walked into this bar looking for her. And everyone was dressed like Elvis. <laughs> it was an Elvis night at this bar. And I'm talking about like... California, you know, I'm talking yeah. about like a lot of people. Everyone's going. Well, fuck it. I, I get yeah. free drinks at this place, and it was all like the, you got all the, the older Arizona. older Elvises, right. you know, and 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 it was like like you just went through this bar <laughs> and hearing these, and I was like freaking out because I I got completely stoned before I walked in, and and now I'm just I'm just. And I find them. Yeah. And it's like a, it's like a neon. It, I mean, seriously, it's like a documentary. It's it's wonderful. Yeah. What what just happened that night? But it, there was um, there was like a, uh, uh, what do you call it? A um, uh, MC, and and he introduced some weird things. But it was mostly like no one really got up and performed, yeah. which is funny. Yeah. It was just being right. with everybody. And sure enough. At one point, you have to go get a beer, and at one point, you have to look next to you and go, Hey, hey how you doing? <laughs> <laughs> right Thank you very much. Thank you very much. It's so <laughs> crazy. And I and I will not tell you what bar, because I have no idea where I was. Nice. Somewhere nice. in Fullerton, California. Wow. Maybe, cool. maybe it was like along Route 66, and it's just this cool old bar. Who knows? It was great when when you when you move to a new place and after, and we all have done this. Yeah. yeah. After you do it, you yeah. go, I could do this a couple more times. Yeah. In my yeah. life, absolutely. Because you realize how ballsy it was to do it in the first place, and how you know? how awesome the feeling was to do it. Yeah. yeah. Like to to get, hey man, meet me in here, and it's two uh, towns away, and you get on the road. Yeah, and you're, like, you have no idea. No idea. No idea. You don't know that you're yeah. going through like a bunch of bears, a bear's lair, <laughs> yeah. like through these woods, windy roads. I remember Ontario, California, where it smells like cow shit. You're like, yes. what the fuck is going on in yes. here? <laughs> what is or, going on? Or, or, or if you go on the five to San Francisco, there's mm. cowschwitz. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> What? There's a place. I'm sorry, I've never heard of Auschwitz. I don't know if I've, other people call it that. <laughs> I've heard of Auschwitz. I've heard of Auschwitz. Yeah. Is that the like Holocaust? the like the, the you go over this hill the and there's like seventy thousand and a and you're just yeah. shit. It's, it's smell. Just like, it's the methane gas is so. It's a harsh. It's a harsh nickname. I'm, I'll yeah, get it. It is that. pretty harsh. But harsh. I'm. They're all dying. And then someone told me. Like, oh, yeah, you went to this road, to this road. Yeah, that's all Carl's Jr. or some shit. I don't know. Like, it, it, yeah. it was, it's not it's great. Cows, cows. Cows for slaughterhouses. I, I, the nickname is oh, not God. that far off is what I'm saying. Like, yeah. you're right. If you so, want to be fighting for the cows. You know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Anti. Auschwitz. Yeah. <laughs> that's horrible. There's a yeah. lot of things. There's one over by, there's, there's actually one over by, um, uh, Palm Springs. So you you hear of this place, Palm Springs. Palm Springs. And there's also a place that sounds, sounds so lovely. Yeah. And there's also a place that's really cool that's near it too called Idlewild, if you've ever heard of this place. Yep. And then two and then half an hour 
straight that way is Joshua Tree. Yeah, yeah. So that's these places are all around each other. These places of interest. Uh, yeah, Joshua Tree is really. But cool. if you go Idlewild and you're, because I used to fix <laughs> espresso machines in these places, which we'll cover in a, in another episode. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, you go on your GPS and it will go. Oh, take the other side down the mountain. And I went. And was like, fine, that's fine. And I got where I was going at the right yeah. time. But I um, passed a castle in the desert. <laughs> like literally, sand castle. Yeah, sand no, castle. No, 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 straight no. up like medieval hierarchy. I don't even monarchy know. kind of thing. Scientology, maybe. Oh, Probably. Oh. And Probably. then yeah. another sort of Kauschwitz type deal, where it was like, it was just sort of something you don't see in the Midwest. It was like complete sand and dunes and cows and it was very it was just like and you go home going like what is the <laughs> story about that <laughs> what the hell did i just see yeah. or did i see or it did I don't you see it it wasn't a mirage oh, Mary. so so we'll end that with there are strange things <laughs> in california there yes are. there are jesus and there's a road from chicago to la route 66 and Th- that's and that's we we should almost that's, have that be a whole other episode yeah we should, we should do a, a travel episode of, of Route sixty six yeah because that's uh, there's so many gems there and we're I, folks there's a little that that that's a little precursor of what is in, in yeah. store of what to come what's yeah. yet to come so keep listening yeah because you never know when it's gonna pop up and you never know when we're gonna charge yeah <laughs> now it's free yeah. May not be free for long. It's like Doge. Oh, yeah, that. Yeah. Rise and fall of Doge coin. Uh, so, uh, folks, uh, so that's, we'll, 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 cover, we'll cover those things in the future, in the very near future. Maybe cover some more festivals, things that we're going to do, and uh, places we're going to be, like Route 66. And other places. But till next time, this is Night in the Town. I'm your host, Dan. I'm Jeff. I'm Nick. <laughs>